Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. One way ticket, take me anywhere. That'll do, wouldn't it? That's a song, isn't it? Hey, 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 hey. Good evening, dear listener. The late night alternative here. My name is Ian Lee. Who are you, lady? I am Catherine Boyle. There we go. And uh, I don't call in for a bit. Maybe we'll do that some delay, call straight yeah. to air a little bit later on. But um, don't don't call uh, call in. Yeah, we just want to have a chat. I just I just oh, I don't know. There's been so many bell cheeses on Twitter, and I'm really good now. I'm so good. Uh, generally not engaging or if I do engage like moments later going ah, forget it and then going back and deleting it and just and just blocking them and there was um, a trans woman um, is getting all stroppy because I, I, I do I, I do always get whenever talk radio tweet that we're on which is great you know because that's the station that we're on and i love working here but you just our our show kind of sticks out a little bit like a slightly esoteric psychedelic sore thumb and you'll quite often get some fringe listeners who go oh this guy's a dick i don't i don't want to listen i don't want to listen to this guy and Mm. um or, or something and and someone it all got a bit weird and someone who isn't a listener to this show tweeted something transphobic and this trans woman i'm sorry i don't know her name got involved and called him a c and this is all going off in my timeline because i'm at it in it and so i'm getting a transphobic comment of course i blocked him immediately but then i'm getting oh you're such a c and i thought i don't really want to see that word in my timeline so I, i checked the 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 person the trans woman who and I, who sent that wasn't following me, so um, if they'd been following me, it would have been slightly different. I think I just thought oh, I'm just going to block. I'm just going to block because they don't follow me, they don't know me, and I don't want I don't want the, that word in my timeline. So I blocked them, and then about ten minutes later, I got um, on Instagram. People can DM you. But they, but but you have to accept it for them to know that you've read their DM. You can either accept it or decline it. And she sent me with no comment, but just the screen grab of Ian Lee has blocked you. And I started writing a reply saying, "Well, you 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 don't follow me, and I don't like that language in my timeline." I just thought I don't owe her anything. Don't owe her anything. No. So I I, I blocked her on on uh, on Instagram. And then, as I often do, when I block people, about 20 minutes, half an hour later, I often go and have a little look. Not always, but sometimes go and have a little look just to see how they're dealing with, you know, what is, in reality, a really insignificant moment. Even blocked on Twitter, who cares? You know, it's not really a thing. And uh, she was getting very, very angry and tweeting talk radio saying, Ian Lee doesn't like, has blocked me simply because I called out 
someone who abused, you know, is transphobic. Do, do you not like LGBTQ people? And I thought, but the, and, and, and that instant, that, that comment, Well, it wasn't the, just that, though, was it? It was, aren't all your listeners um, C-bombs? Something like that, yes. That was another one. That was yeah. another one. And um, no, not all of our listeners are C-bombs. Like, to me, it feels like someone bashing into you in the middle of a fight that you're not involved in and then being offended yeah. you don't want to join in. And here's the thing. I would say only, what, 60, 65% of the listeners to this show are C-bombs. That's a pretty good average. That means we've got about yeah. 35 that are only dicks. Um, <laughs> and and I don't really care. And I'm mentioning this because it, it, it struck me. I mention this because it, it, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. I'll go and have a look in a second, see if she said anything else. Um, it, 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 it I'm mentioning it because it struck me that we so often get involved in arguments and fights and things and make up what the other person is thinking or is feeling or let me let me get the exact hang on a second let me get the exact tweet and again i'm not i'm not giving out their names i don't want to single them out i, I don't want to pile on it's just See, it I, just made me i didn't get any on. of this because i've put um a quality filter on my tweet so if someone doesn't have um a proper name or something certain words and stuff i don't get i don't see any of it if they don't have any followers i don't see what they're saying you know so people who set um twitter accounts up just to troll you're wasting their time i don't see it um okay uh okay i mean okay they've added more stuff your dj ian lee blocks people who challenges transphobes on twitter hate lgbtq people do we and i just thought well your, your basic premise is wrong I, i've not blocked you because you because you called out a transphobe so you have made up you have filled in so many blanks and then let's see there's, they've, they've they've kind of tweeted more abuse after that they have um tweeted so many um uh, they filled in so many blanks that just simply aren't true. I've not blocked them because they called out a transphobe. Not at all. Not, I blocked that person as well. I, I blocked them because I was being dragged into an argument that I didn't want to be dragged into. And I was given a, I was shown a C-bomb that I didn't really want to see. And because, get, get, get this, today I have been lying down for... 95% of the day because I feel lousy. So, I, I, and I'm not putting this on that person. They don't know that. Of course they don't. There's no reason they should. But 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 to, to, to accuse me of blocking them because they called out a transphobe, it just shows, and again, I want to take it away from this person, it just shows that when people, humans, us, get into arguments, and uh, particularly online, but, but in, in, in any situation, really, we fill in so many blanks to fit our narrative and that's it yeah we're all we're all the heroes of our own story the fact is i spend eight hours a day breaking up a fight amongst two girls who sooner or later will learn to get along in harmony or just never speak to each other again yeah. um my children i certainly don't need to be breaking up um fights with grown adults no. um if, if i if it's something that i have seen happen and i feel strongly enough perhaps i will but someone um doing the uh cyber equivalent of elbowing me when i'm standing next to a bar minding my own business nah i'm not getting involved mate bye bye you 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 still argue with people though don't you you particularly if they criticize you or me or the show you still get involved and i, te I yeah. tend not to now and the freedom of blocking people and now i've got a policy that i don't unblock i don't um if i saw something i didn't 
don't like. It's just a simple block. And quite often people will email me an apology or something, and I just don't unblock anymore. That that decision has now been made. Yeah. And oh my God, Catherine, the freedom that it brings, the freedom. Oh, there is a subtle difference in the what, what I do. I don't argue, I set people straight, then I mute them. <laughs> If someone's making an assumption about me that's not fair or not true, I'll tell them the truth and then I will disappear from their yeah. life forever yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm not engaging. No one's ever going to have their mind changed. Um, but, uh, you know, for the benefit of the record, I will um, tell them what's true. Imagine like getting to 80 and uh, or 85 and you're on your deathbed and thinking, God, I wish I'd spent more time arguing with those idiots on Twitter. I, I just, <laughs> exactly. I just wish I'd set a few more people straight who thought that the show was bullying and was mean, and actually they hadn't heard the yeah. whole relationship that we've got with that court. I wish I'd just set that. No one, no one's going to think that. No one's going to think that. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I also feel um, responsible in a way um, for the women that go after me and went before me in certain things you know if someone comes yes. on and starts yep. treating me as if i'm um a uh, 21 year old who doesn't know anything because that's their assumption because they hear a woman yeah. on the radio and they must be for god's sake she must be the applause in a handbag that's what women do on the radio if they're working with a man i'll set them straight because there are other women and I've also, I've had this since I was 24, and I have kind of been wondering at what age I am allowed to express an opinion um, without being told that I am a gobby child. Well, here's the thing, I'm a gobby 42-year-old now, and I'm embracing it, and I'm not going to apologise for it. And I've realised also that those people will never think I'm entitled to an opinion, and so I've got to stop asking for permission. Um, I nearly so gave out the there's. phone number then, and I don't. Yeah, up there. I don't. I don't really want to take any phone calls at the moment. We might do a bit later on. Let's see how it goes. Let's take a quick break though. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I have, um, I hoovered the stairs last week. That was my, that was what I did on Friday. I hoovered the stairs and the downstairs. And I'm now I'm thinking I've, I've got to find that clip that the bloody cats have knocked off somewhere. I might have a little, I might have a little look in a bit. Um, and um, what was I telling you about hoovering the stairs? There was a reason for it. Yeah, you're exactly right, Kath. There is, um, there was a reason. Oh, today I have been dusting. Not a lot, not a lot, but I'll Ooh. be lying on, I'll be lying on the sofa and I go, 
oh, the stereo's yeah. a bit dusty. I'll go and get the duster yeah. and I'll dust the stereo. And then I was looking at the TV that was off and thinking, oh, it's a bit smudgy. I'm going, going to go and do that. So, so, so dusting. <laughs> yeah, I've been there, especially because I don't get to sit down and watch television normally in daylight. So I don't get to see the sunlight streaming through and lighting up, you know, the spider's webs and all the dust and stuff. So, yeah, I, I've been there. It usually takes for it to get to the point where one of the kids has done a smiley face in it before I'll um, get the duster out. But <laughs> eventually I will. What is t This is what I was going to ask an hour ago. What is TV looking like now? Because I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. Netflix at the most... Um, I'm probably going to cancel Disney Plus because we've, we watched the first two National Treasure films and I think that's all I wanted to watch on there. So I'm probably going to cancel mm -hmm. that. And if I, if I do it soon, I can do it before the, I get charged. Um, but I haven't watched normal telly. I know that they did Have I Got News From You oh. remotely and that just seems like a terrible idea. There's a lot of programmes of people um, sitting in their living rooms uh, that the Steph show, she's had to do that from home and that's been, you know. Uh, but I, I bet that kind of works for her yeah, because because she's that yeah, she's you know she's, she's it's cozy and she's i think she's she's great yeah. a whole show i don't know i've not seen it but i think she's great so i bet her doing a yeah. lunchtime show from home works really well yeah there's a lot of shows put it this way there's a lot of shows at the moment that are looking a lot like goggle box i'm right. not passing judgment on that of course it's got to be that way um it's weird these days to see people sitting on a sofa near each other obviously um Eamon, uh, is married to the um, person that he sits on the sofa with. So that's going to happen in the mornings. But everyone else is um, being beamed in remotely. I've not really seen a full programme. I've seen bits and bo bibs and bobs. Thank as you so going much. On in the course of the Up day. yours, Pete. Um, and in your face, everyone who said say... that you weren't allowed to say bibs and bobs. <laughs> Screw you. She said it. She's right. Thank you, I Catherine. Did... <laughs> I did notice that they've had like a proper family film on for the last three days. They've had the Indiana Jones films on, oh. which is, is that normal? Well, it's bank holiday, so yeah, it is actually. I tell you what, I was watching today. Um, that uh, what's that program? Shove Apney with uh, Ben. Um, oh yeah, I like that Ben Shepherd. The yeah. Shovey machines. Yeah. What's it called? Tipping. Tipping the, point. Tipping point. Tipping yeah. Point. And there, and there was a an actor on there, one of the young actors from Coronation Street, female. I think she might be Rosie Webster's sister. Or she might okay. be Rosie Webster. No, she's Rosie Webster's sister. Anyway, she didn't know anything about... Uh, she didn't know who Fred and Ginger were. She didn't know... There were all these references. And it occurred to me that there's a whole generation... I think we probably, you and I, are a part of the last lot of kids who were forced to watch what was on on a weekend, yeah. right? And, oh, God, yeah, I thought about um, this for a long time. The remote yeah. control was not in our possession. Yeah, the remote control was not in our possession. So I've seen Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers film. I've seen, I've sat through black and white films. I remember, you know, you watching The King and I with my grandma, not because it was um, big fun, because it was what was on and it's what my granddad wanted to watch. My granddad was in possession of the remote control. It certainly wasn't let the kids have the telly which I no, think generally is what it is but, these But days. even that's an old-fashioned concept because kids don't want to watch the telly. I came downstairs uh, no. yesterday and the boys were watching YouTube videos on their phone. They are watching Ali A's YouTuber. I'm not, not so keen on, but the boys love him. And I said, boys, if, if you're going to yeah. watch that, can we just watch it on the telly? So it's like, so we can all sit and watch it and it becomes a thing you know so i mean actually encouraging them to watch yeah. tv so but also when we were growing up there were only god listen to us we're such old farts but for me there were only three channels no, no, you know, no, but there's I, a reason for it yeah 
there's a reason for it. And what I'm saying is that um, there's a whole generation of people who'll say before my time as if that's the end of the argument. Whereas to us, it's yeah. like, yeah, and we were forced to watch all this old stuff. Yeah. And it didn't do us any harm. Oh, God, we are that. We are those old farts. I, I, I grew up to become a drug addict. So actually, I would suggest it did me a lot of, <laughs> a lot of harm. But, but then, but yeah, then the, 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 but then the kids go off and sit in a different room and they watch, you know, Ali A and Dan TDM and all these, and, and, and Slogo and all these strange people that we don't really understand. Oh. And we'll sit there and go, well, this isn't really, this isn't great content. Um, oh. They don't, they don't want to sit and watch a TV program with us. No, it's moving on now. It's not even about that anymore. I mean, at least with YouTube, you might get like a half hour broadcast of some kind. My eldest is now obsessed with TikTok and it's all 20 seconds fits and starts, you know, and they all sound like they've been um, sucking on a helium balloon. It's uh, and it's not necessarily all like original stuff. They're just miming to other people's stuff. It's the strangest thing. But again, it's not for us, is it? No, it's not. It, it, it's not for us. And, and, and good for them. The boys haven't really got into uh, TikTok and they're, they're growing out of their current tranche of uh, uh, YouTubers, I think, which is uh, which is quite good. But now now the thing they'll do is they'll set the computer and I've got two screens on my computer. So on one screen, they'll have Fort, they'll be playing Fortnite. And then on the other screen, it will be a video yeah. of someone playing Fortnite. And, um, you know, I didn't do a great dadding job. Uh, this weekend, I kind of let them play Fortnite for way too long, but it just just felt everything. The fact that I managed to get them food felt like an a, a, an achievement to do. There, there. We haven't had. Um, I've not really done a lot, so so I need to get a little bit more into a routine. I don't know. I am dreading this coming to an end. And I know people, again, I mentioned this and someone tweeted somewhere, oh, he's so out of touch with the real world because he's dreading it coming to an end. He's getting paid a fortune and he's living in a big house. And I, I'm getting paid really well. And I live in a nice, medium-sized house. Um, and I get that this is not the experience that the majority of people are having, you know, that, that, that I am having a unique, not unique, but I'm, I'm having a privileged experience, as privileged as, as, as it can be, with all the mental health stuff going on as well. But there are loads of people mm -hmm. that are living in one-bedroom flats or bedsits with kids. Oh, and God, yeah. I, get, yeah. I get it. I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. But, but in my defence, what they're going through doesn't validate, doesn't invalidate my experience. This is still my experience, and it's still my world, and, and I'm entitled to, to do it, to talk about it. And I'm, I'm, part of me is uh, afraid of things going back to normal and going yeah, back out and I, stuff. And I think that's quite common. I know what you mean. I was talking to my one of my best mates who um, is Spanish. She's, they've been holed up for a whole lot longer than we have. Um, and people are starting to go back to work today, which I didn't know about. Yeah. And we were sort of just talking about how weird the situation was and she was talking about what she wants to do when she gets out and we must see each other more and all that stuff that of course everybody says and we will do it but um No, I don't know, think life, we will. Life has stopped us up to this point, but we you know, we'll we'll you know, at some point we'll we'll be together again and we'll have a laugh. But um seeing people on the metro, the photographs of people on the metro going to work um today in Spain, um, with masks on filled me with fear. Like, God, are we really sure it's safe for those people? Are you we just, describing are we just that, taking the genie out of the bottle. You describing that reminds me of going on the underground like a day or maybe it was two days after the July 7th 
bombings. It may have been a few, a handful of days actually, and and going on the tube, and everyone was looking at each other as if to say, "Is this safe? Yeah. Are we? Are we? Yeah. Are we okay?" And you'd are see, allowed to I'm do this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you'd you'd see, I'm going to say, it, you'd see an Asian man with a rucksack, and there'd be a a moment of. Um, is this, you know, and, and that, that, that is an inert prejudice that doesn't imply a, a covert racism. It's, you know, it's just, that was what, what people were feeling and it was weird and it was mm-hmm. weird for a long time, but we got back, we after the seven, seven, we got back to normal. And now you get on the six months ago, you'd get on the tube and it'd be pushing people and shoving and you know, all this, but, and we'll get back to that yeah, again. But we trust. Well, do you think, because it's a completely different situation, of course, because we know in our heart of hearts when those things happen that it's the outliers in society that do things, you know, that it's very unlikely to happen to us and that we need to carry on and you can't let people win and all that sort of stuff. With this, you know, the enemy is invisible and we are relying on the information we are given from people who, let's face it, have not been perfect in this the whole way through. Um, uh, yeah, one one day when, when when this is close to being done, we'll 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 go through all the evidence. I'm I'm starting to, <laughs> I'm not starting. I've been thinking for a while that uh, the, the the prime minister and his lot have have, have really balls mm. this up massively. Yeah. I, and I'm and going. It seems I'm still going to bring it up. No, it doesn't seem churlish to bring it up. I think it seems appropriate. I think it seems appropriate to bring it up now. But what I I don't know what the alternative would be. I just I I just think they started too late. They started too late, and they're not including you know care homes and things like that. And and they started too late is is the thing. And I got a feeling that at some point, um, some people in positions of power will. Um, I think there might be legal proceedings against them. I whether that's Boris Johnson mm. or not, I don't know. But I think that, that, that once the evidence is out, of course there will be. There's always inquiries. You know, there's the Savile inquiry, the VIP paedophile scandal inquiry. Oh, there's all these inquiries that Grenfell, there will be an inquiry into this. And as long as it's done honestly and openly, someone has to say they acted too late. They acted too late. You know, the ignored wow. emails from Europe about ventilators acted too late. And I think there's going to be criminal charges pressed against people. Yeah. Well, and all the fuzzy mixed messages. OK, don't go to the pub. We wouldn't. But if you want to, you can. They're still open. All that kind of stuff. Oh, I've still been shaking hands with people, but I wouldn't. If I, Well, you shouldn't. I can't make decisions for you. All that stuff was going on, wasn't it? At a time when actually other countries had already started shutting down. I mean, Ireland, they're losing half as many people as we are. Why are we not talking about that? New Zealand managed to show. I mean, they 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 went down very heavy straight away, but they've lost very very few people. You know, at some point we're going to have to have these conversations. If you're being told that staying in saves lives, right? Yeah. How could you have a problem with staying in? Because it's resistance to authority. Because it's people you feel like they don't have enough power, and so they're trying to take it back. It's kind of a self-soothing thing in a weird, in a weird way. It's weird. Except, you know, it's not just about you. So yeah, okay, make yourself feel better, but you're gambling with people's lives. I would rather, I would rather stay in. Local Facebook groups. That's where the action is, and I've, I've, I, I can't. I, I say I don't argue with people on Twitter anymore. I can't resist arguing on the local Facebook groups. And there was one guy who said, "My." Um, friends just phoned me up and she told me that she was out with her family for her hours allotted exercise and Mm. a jogger barged past her sweating all over her 
and was very rude what? to her. Well, if that had happened, he said, where, where, have, where have manners gone? Why is everyone so rude these days? If that had happened to me, I would have tripped the B1TCH over and given her a piece of my oh, mind. Oh, a woman. <laughs> and I well, replied, okay. dude, you're, you're, you're calling people out for having no manners. You've called a woman a bitch, excuse my language, and you've threatened her with violence. How is that? How is that setting a better example? And, and, and he kind of argued back a bit and, and then his post got taken down. And then there was another one where um, someone had posted a picture taken from a distance of a man and his car. So you could see the man and you could see his number plate. And he'd obviously, dr he'd obviously driven out for exercise or something. I don't quite get what the point was, but he'd driven somewhere mm. that he shouldn't. And it was the caption was something like, is this an essential journey? And I wrote, and fair play, so did everyone, um, posting a, a picture of a guy and his number plate, I, that, you're coming pretty close to stalking and actually breaking a law. I don't, if you've got yeah. a problem, speak to him or call the police or, or just get on with your life. But posting his picture and his number plate on Facebook, how is that helping anything? Also, why was that guy there? Was that essential? Exactly. And then someone posted a picture of a little card stuck on a bench up at Coombe Hill. And it was beautiful. I thought, oh, this is beautiful. And then I thought, oh, right, see if you can see the flaw in this. So it's a little handwritten card right, on a bench at Coombe Hill, which is a lovely tourist spot near Checkers. You can see Checkers from it. Uh, Checkers plays pop. And it said, thank you so much for staying at home this weekend saving lives <laughs> and making and making my job easier from a nurse um <laughs> okay was she mm, well that means a nurse has gone out that means a nurse <laughs> has gone out and broken the rules to be passive aggressive to other people that are breaking the rules what's your beef nurse also, you know that kind of, um, in my town, we've been doing this thing where people have been kids normally, but sometimes um, competitive mums, uh, painting up with little messages on sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, like, um, you know. And I saw Kathy Burke had retweeted this and I'd seen it and I retweeted it and then I took it down because I thought, hmm, it was a lovely pebble painted up like a rainbow, you know, the rainbows that are being put oh, up yeah, in people's yeah, windows yeah. to give children hope. I know rainbows. Yeah. And on the back it said, if you're reading this, F off home. <laughs> I love the NHS. <laughs> but the thing is, if I'm out, first of all, we were out the other day for our allotted um, hour of exercise, taking the children out for a walk, right? And yeah. honestly, there are so few people about. You can see the, you can see other people over the horizon and work out your escape route. I mean, no one is coming anywhere near anyone else. And we saw a pebble on the floor and my eldest went to pick it up and went, no, 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 don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Yeah. You can't touch it. Yeah. Um, but also I was thinking, you know, for the kid that does, do they really want to see that? <laughs> you know, my um, kids, my boys yeah. would find that hilarious. Yeah, yeah. My boys want to see my boys want to see stones with um, F off written on it. Of course they do. Yeah, but that kind of reminds me of the time when I took my daughter to the park and she was just about reading and she was doing that kind of reading where the phonetics, uh, phonics, and she, <laughs> she said something like, what does k -ok mean? K -ok. <laughs> and I went, it means we've got to go home.
<laughs> I said, it's a, my, it's a daddy chicken. Let's go home. My boys still live in a world where the C word is crap. So I'm, you yeah. know, I'm quite happy for them. Although part of me wants to say to them, guys, I can give you ultimate power in the playground by giving you the biggest yeah. you think you know the biggest swear word you think you think it's f right you think it's f nah it's not and you think the c word is crap nah i've got a word for you it won't mean anything to you okay but it will give you power it's this yeah and i'm 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 so tempted yeah but the only problem is that they are not i don't want my kid to be that kid who gets pulled up in front of the headmaster for being the one who oh. you know indoctrinates the Ka rest of the year catherine we both know it's going to be our youngest kids are going to be that kid. <laughs> we know that. We know that. It won't be the eldest. It will be the youngest. I think my eldest already knows what it is. Oh, Yeah, because no. there are some rough kids at her school. I think she's already heard it. She certainly knew about the F-bomb a lot earlier oh, than... I mean, I probably didn't know about that until I was about 14, 15. But that's because my parents were very, very staunchly anti-swearing to the point, you know, of rubbing um, soap on my teeth. For saying crap so no, you know you, i'm not going to mess didn't with know that the f, you didn't know the f word till you were 14 15. i knew it when i was i no. knew it. my 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 parents were my dad in particular very very sweary very sweary oh my mum my mum and dad were very you know you get bloody you'd get you know the s s bomb and all that sort of stuff never the f word never and even now they're very offended by that i think i don't like how mother effer has entered the english language but that's an Ameri that's an american word and i think it we're losing is, a lot I'm... of a lot of great british swears like winker because of things like mother effer you know we got some great yeah. british swear words and we should we should fight we should bring those back the whole mother lover thing i think is from like um latin america i know in in spanish a lot of the swears are quite long protracted um imagined scenarios yeah. in which the mother is violated because it's you know Ooh. that's the most precious person in your life uh, you know you're a good catholic boy your mother and your sister that's a huge violation and um i mean one of the big swears involves um defecating in your mother's milk oh in her milk that's particularly nasty yeah okay i yeah. thought you were gonna say mouth all right let's take a quick break uh no, this is milk. the late night alternative weeknights from 10 on talk radio julia hartley brewer at breakfast on talk radio with up to the minute breaking news expert guidance and non-stop conversation how big a loss will that be in the coming days weeks we don't know possibly months unparalleled radio for unprecedented times but there is also of course this ongoing debate about the exit strategy from the lockdown julia hartley brewer at breakfast weekday mornings from 6 30 on talk radio Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 